Welcome to the most energetic, positive, happy, and healthy podcast in the world. Living the dream. Dream stands for diet, rest, exercise, attitude, and meaning. I'm your host, certified health coach, motivational speaker, sober since July of 2016, American Ninja Warrior competitor, two-time world record holder, and ultra-marathoner, Matt Scaletti. Here we go! Welcome back, everybody. Living the Dream podcast. Let's talk about mental toughness. One of my favorite topics to discuss, and I'll tell you why. Because I had none from 2002 when I went off to college to 2016 when I officially stopped drinking. I basically, for that 14, 15 year period of time, had very little mental toughness. And what I mean by that is I went along with the crowd. I didn't really stand for anything. I didn't have any values. I did whatever I could to fit in with other people. And to me, I ended up pretty soft. I ended up soft, meaning a pushover, just would not stand up for myself and was not really living for anything. And that left me sad. It left me, I don't know if I was depressed, but I was definitely sad, down on myself, no confidence, no energy, obese. I was 50 plus pounds overweight in a bad mental and physical state. Since then, I'm sure a lot of you know the story. I stopped drinking, lost a lot of weight, started competing in bodybuilding and changed my life, which I'm so blessed for. But I want to share a quick story about mental toughness that I didn't think this would ever happen. And I'll tell you how scared I was and how much doubt I had leading up to this and then what happened. On my calendar on Christmas Eve this past year, 2022, Christmas Eve, I was scheduled to run 13 miles. It's on the schedule, which means I am doing it. And it was scheduled for outside, no matter what. Pouring rain, doesn't matter. Snowing, doesn't matter. I'll find a clean street, figure it out. Forecast comes in a couple of days before the run. It's going to be negative. It's just kind of funny to look back and think about it. It's going to be negative five degrees, potentially negative 15 to 25 degrees with the wind chill. Okay, roger that. Bundle up. Bundle up. Do I like going outside when it's negative five, negative 10 degrees? No, I don't. I would not prefer that if I had the option of negative five. Or 55, I would probably choose 55. Or as a lot of you know, I'm pretty crazy. Maybe I would choose negative five because I know if I can get through that, that builds mental toughness. Do I like going outside in negative five degrees? No. Will I negotiate with my goal of running 13 miles outside? No, I won't. And it's interesting. I had a post up on social media about this that got a lot of DMs. People say it's crazy to run outside in the cold, right? Even if it's 25 degrees, 30 degrees, people think that's crazy. But those same people smoke a lot, drink four times a week, are unhealthy, treat their bodies and minds horribly, binge watch. 
things on TV for days on end and then tell me I'm crazy. I think the bottom line is you can't worry about what other people think of you. And the opinions of others to me don't really matter unless it's the opinion of somebody doing better than me. I think about that in the speaking world all the time. I have a mentor of mine who I think is one of the best speakers I've ever heard. And I'm blessed that he's mentoring me because he is a great speaker. Would I want a mentor that was a lot worse of a speaker than me? Probably not, right? Back to the running. Yes, it was cold outside. But here's the other thing. I was talking to a friend of mine about this. There's no law that says how many layers of clothing you're allowed to wear. There is technology nowadays where you can wear certain clothes that will keep you relatively warm, especially if you're running. I can tell you right now, the gear I had on was phenomenal. The only area I screwed up a little bit were my hands. I had two pairs of gloves on, but they're more gloves that you wear when it's 40 degrees out, 30 degrees out, not negative 10. I could have done a better job there. But you bundle up. Everywhere else, I felt great. I have these amazing socks. I think they're wool. I wore two pairs of socks. My feet felt great. My legs were good. My upper body was good. Bundle up and go. Does the first mile or two suck? Yes, horribly. I had this thing covering my face. All you could really see barely were my eyeballs. That was it. I was all covered up. First couple miles, horrible. Cold is always, I think, going to be tough the first few miles. Then you start to loosen up. Then you start to look around and go, huh, it's Christmas Eve and I'm the only one running. That's kind of a cool feeling. Now, I did start early. It was right before the sun came up, but I didn't see anybody the whole time. By, by mile four or five, I'm humming along. I'm feeling good now. Yes, it's still cold, but I have a rhythm going and my momentum is building. My confidence is building. The end of the story is I did not go 13 miles. I'll tell you why, because I was not done at 13 miles. I went 15 miles because I spaced out. I spaced out from mile 11, 10 or 11 to probably 14 and a half. I lost track of just, I was in the moment. I was enjoying watching people carrying gifts as they were driving to, I'm assuming a, a family member's house. People all bundled up. They're smiling. It's Christmas Eve. They're walking around. They're enjoying each other's company. They're going to the coffee shop. It was wonderful to see all of that. And then a lot of times there was nobody. And I was enjoying that as well. Just looking at the snow on the trees, enjoying the fresh air, even though it was cold. I really was enjoying it. And then let me take it a step further and say this. I got together with my family Christmas Eve at night. That gathering felt a hundred times better in my head, knowing I grinded that morning. Like I went hard that morning, 15 miles. And then I did like a high intense interval training workout for 45 minutes right after it. I felt amazing on Christmas Eve at night with the family because I got after it that morning. To me, that 15 mile run, and I mean this, I've been blessed to do to run over 100 marathons. I've run 200 mile ultra marathons. 
a bunch of 50 mile 50k events this 15 mile run may have been the one that built the most mental toughness or it's right up there because it was that cold out there was nobody out and i didn't really want to do it and then i get out there and get it finished and i you're just i was proud of myself and it's almost tough to admit that here in front of an audience but it's true i was proud of myself for going out there because i knew the old me would not have done that here's the takeaway do something sign up for something outside of your comfort zone i think a lot of times we try to build mental toughness by reading it in a book i love reading i'm all for reading I just read David Goggins' new book, Never Finished. Incredible, especially on mental toughness. But he'll tell you in there too, you cannot build mental toughness by just reading about it. You have to go do it. For people that say, you know, do you know about mental toughness? Oh yeah, I know what to do. If they're not doing it, they don't really know what to do. Get out of your comfort zone. If you're scheduled to run three miles, run three and a half. See how that feels. Make one more phone call than you're comfortable with. Call that person you've been putting off for weeks, months, or years. I promise you'll feel better after you make the phone call, even though initially it's going to be tough. Give the speech. You've heard me talk about Toastmasters. I have talked to probably seven or eight people within the last six months that have joined Toastmasters. None of them regret it. They're all getting out of their comfort zone. Give the speech, join Toastmasters, ask her out on that date. What's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to have a great story about what happened. You gave the speech and maybe it didn't go as well as you thought. Okay, but now you have a starting point and you can build from here. I think a lot of times I joke around with one of my buddies, we talk about who can fail the most in 2023 because whoever that is, is going to win the year. And by failure, we mean Who's going to try the hardest, right? Failure, to me, there's only one way to truly fail, and that's just to quit, period. If you don't quit, you can't really fail. You can just attempt. There's just another attempt. For me, it took me over 25, 50 speeches to give a decent five-minute speech. The first 25 speeches, were they all failures? Some may say yes. I would say no. No, those were stepping stones to get me to the 26th speech that would be the one that got me making a clear, concise thought for five minutes and not freaking out in front of the audience. There's no such thing as failure unless you quit. Keep building mental toughness, doing things outside of your comfort zone in 2023. You got this. This is your year. This is the year you get outside of your comfort zone more than you ever have maybe in your whole life within one year. And watch yourself grow to levels you never thought were possible. Let's go. Let's get after it. Much love to you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching another episode. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of Living the Dream with Matt Scaletti. I'm so grateful for you. Please share this podcast on your social media so others can benefit from this valuable content. Also, please subscribe to my podcast because if you aren't, I am watching you. <laughs> Check me out on social media and message me if you need me as your keynote speaker at 
Matt Scaletti on social media. I respond to all messages. Thanks, and I love you so much. Yeah.